ladies and gentlemen. Chadwick forever. For this is the Fred the Only Productions podcast. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. It's good Screw to be the you, king. Oscars. It's good to be. Yes. It's good to be the king. <laughs> Give me the music. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Morning conversation anyway. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia Kantaramaju. And I'm a Margolista. <laughs> <laughs> and you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yes, you are. Oh, yeah. Yes. Woo. Yes, welcome to the show. <laughs> the new and improved. Another week has passed. The new and improved. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> the six million dollar so, podcast. The six million dollar podcast. You can run faster. You can jump higher. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, well, uh, on that note, I suppose we'll just dive straight into it with our highlight of the week. Fulia. Yes. My highlight of the week was that I got to watch Kung Fu Panda with the Discord family. And hey. Lots of fun. <laughs> hey. Great. Love Kung Fu Panda. It's one of my favorite DreamWorks yeah. animations. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and with that, I'll just mention we decided we're going to be, well, I decided that we're going to be doing a DreamWorks animation month in the Discord, so that all the movies that we watch together on the weekends will all be DreamWorks animations. Oh, cool. So we started off with Kung Fu Panda, and we'll see what we get for next week. <laughs> By the look of it, it might be Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't really go wrong with Shrek. No, yeah. no, you can't go with Shrek. Just get everyone done <laughs> Unless, <with>. yeah. <laughs> hey, Shrek's cool. I know. I like Shrek. Yeah. But it's a meme. He's like an onion. <laughs> so He's got layers. Yeah, just don't, don't, don't search Shrek is love or Shrek is life or whatever it is. Don't do it. I have no idea what you're talking about. Don't. And I don't want to know. Nope. Do it. <laughs> nope. Do it. Nope. No, nope. I'm, I'm the angel on your, on your yeah. left shoulder and Michael is the devil <laughs> on your right shoulder. Look it up on Google with the, with the uh, safety search no. off. Yeah. Go away. <laughs> Come to the dark side. <laughs> so that's pretty much been my highlight of the week. I mean, cool. I have done other things, like I've gone to work and all that sort of stuff. But yes. Um, but out of everything, out that out was of everything, That was my favorite thing for the week. Great. <laughs> Michael, what was your highlight? Woo! My favourite thing is probably uh, sitting down and watching a lot of TV. I have finally, finally watched The Boys. and Yes, you finished it? Yeah, I just finished it today. And Hell yeah. Oh, my God. There is so much <laughs> to unpack on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will there be uh, a... Sus- what's the... Hmm? Sorry, I was gonna say, what's the line that women women get get shit done? Whatever the line is, I can't remember. The, it's been ages. <laughs> yeah, something like that. When yeah, anyway, when the three are beating the living piss out of Stormfront. 
It was great. Anyway, sorry, go on. It's all right. It's all right. It's, <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, so we finally watched The Boys. Um, I, yeah, I got a lot because um, my Amazon Prime membership uh, expired and I was a bit bummed out because I wouldn't be able to finish The Boys, which I was meaning to wa- watch. And also, uh, I was in the middle of watching uh, Invincible as well, and the late and the and more on that later, which <laughs> yes. I was just planned ahead. So, so I finally <laughs> watched uh, in 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 Invisible. Is that in- Invincible? <laughs> is that the thing? <laughs> calling back i can't even right now <laughs> i was calling back from last week or the week oh before. yeah for some reason i kept on calling it invisible oh yeah that's right yeah yeah i forgot about that <laughs> memes they, they only last for a week and then die yeah um well um with my audible going from uh <laughs> going from amazon to amazon uh, I finally finished listening to the novelizations of Ghostbusters, and that was pretty cool. Uh, mm. Not much in them, but a couple of nuggets of may happen. It's got my um, theory, my 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 film theory juices flowing of what uh, afterlife is going to be and how they're going to explain why. It's the third one in the series, so that's that's pretty cool. And I'm, nice. I don't know. I'll probably write that down and make it into a video. Ah, oh, content. Yeah, do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also I've finished that, and I've started uh, started back into my uh, Stephen King route. Uh, I'm reading uh, Christine at the moment now, which is pretty cool because that was one of my favorite favorite Stephen King movies because uh John Carpenter and he just does phenomenal movies and the way the, the way they did Christine and that uh, the car of course is, is um was pretty phenomenal during the 80s and it was all it was all practical effects and it was awesome and and please don't do a reboot on that I don't think you can now because fascination with like cars is probably not a real thing anymore so yeah. Well, unless unless, and I feel like I'm giving away a good idea. Unless they like mashed it up with the Fast and the Furious franchise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who was it? It was like that's the that's the villain they have to face when like when they go to space or whatever is the fucking car. Yeah, I think I can't remember which podcast car. was talk, talking about this, but they want to see like a mashup between Fast and Furious and Godzilla. Wow. <laughs> well, they're going to space, so why yeah, not? Why not have a couple of Titans in oh. there as well? Yeah, all bets are off now. Yeah, just go crazy. Just go fucking crazy. With it. <laughs> yeah, so that's cool. that's basically it. I've been I've been a, a good little consumer this week. What about you, Kendall? <laughs> Do you consume? Grace. I consume great things in mass quantities. Um, <laughs> but in terms of my week, a highlight, I did. I had a really good week and it was really hard to pick one thing uh, to talk about, but I had to go with uh, the start of the week um, when I went over to Christina's house and we did our big Oscar party. Yay! Hi, Christina. <laughs> Hi, Christina. Yeah, hi, Christina. <laughs> um, and yeah, and it was awesome. Uh, like, it's just 
like just doing it, watching it. It was so, so great to just even be able to like watch it. Cause like, you know, who knows if it was even going to go ahead. Cause you know, the Oscars usually happens late Feb, early March. And so mm. this is at the end of April, obviously. And um, so that's, you know, and then with the way award shows have been going with their, you know, zooming in and Skyping in sort of thing and no proper ceremony, they actually pulled it off really well. So uh, we had a really good time watching the ceremony and getting into it and, and drinking cocktails nice. and having charcuterie and and nice little snackies. And yeah, it was it was a good time. I had a really good day. Um, so yeah, yeah. And then Mon- yeah, and Monday, which is Monday in general was a highlight. Cause then after that I went and watched Mortal Kombat. So it was, <laughs> Monday was a good day. Speaking about crap in the ending. Yeah, we can talk about that at some point. Not to spoil it. Mm. One we will do we will do a spoiler thing mm. related to more combat soon someday yes. so, but someday someday it will happen but not now um, <laughs> <laughs> but now as for now uh, that is it for our highlights which means it's now time to check in with the week that was in the nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom. The hostess with most S. Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Alright, it's nerdy news time. <laughs> and we have to start off by being sad. So I need your woo to come down a bit, Mike. Are you up here? I need yeah. you down here for the... Yeah, the woo. Woo. <laughs> it's meant to be sad I know, I know I hate being sad I wanted to be sad and I especially don't want to be sad about this um, because uh, we this weekend we lost uh, an iconic actress by the name of Olympia Dukakis um, just a legend of the screen uh, an Oscar winning actress as well um, she won uh, a Best Supporting uh, Academy Award for her role in Moonstruck uh, back in the late 80s um, and she played Rose in that uh, she was also known for her performance in Steel Magnolias um, and but for me Olympia will be remembered most fondly as Principal Jacobs in Mr. Holland's Opus that is a film that kind of was very formative for me in my in my uh, you know adolescent years um, I've seen that movie probably 20 times. It's probably in my top 10 of all time. Like, I just love it. It's, it's, it's so beautiful. And she is this just, you think she, you think she's going to be the ice queen strict principal when you first meet her, uh, you know, when our antagonist, oh, sorry, antagonist, protagonist, um, Glenn Holland, uh, played wonderfully by Richard Dreyfus. um, uh, you know, starts teaching because he's, you know, a failed musician. He can't get anywhere in his career. And so he, he's like, well, I guess I better teach music to make a living. Um, and yeah. And so, but eventually the two of them get along uh, to the point where she kind of becomes this motherly figure to him um, in the school. And she's just, 
she's just wonderful and beautiful and I, I, I adore her performance in that film and uh, yeah just on you know just I guess the uh, what is, what's the expression the icing on the cake uh, that is Mr. Holland's opus so I'd recommend people check that out uh, but she was just a force to be reckoned with and she will most definitely be missed that is for sure Okay, into other news now. We got some Marvel news to start us off. Um, unfortunately, it's another pandemic delay, uh, but a, a weird one, and not not a not a bad one at least. Um, Morbius has moved again. This is the fourth time it's moved. Uh, it was originally supposed to come out, as we know, last year, July thirty first, and then it was moved to uh, March of this year and then October of this year and then to January. Um, so maybe this is the fifth moving actually, if we count correctly. And uh, Morbius will now be releasing on the 28th of January, 2022. So it was coming out. Now, are we sure? On the 20- yeah, look, <laughs> Sony, Sony, or I don't know what's going on there. I don't know. It makes me worry about, I mean, yes, the moving is part you know, part COVID related, obviously, but the fact that they've decided to move it a week is just, I don't know what the strategy is there unless there, there's something coming out. I don't know. I mean, that time next year, we're going to be looking at Spider-Man No Way Home in cinema. That's when that's going to be on. So maybe they're moving it a bit to just give it more breathing room. That's maybe a theory, Mike. Yeah. They, um, considering they did the same for Mortal Kombat where, with, uh, yeah. Uh, Godzilla versus Kong, they just let it uh, let um, the Godzilla movie uh, just another week, so they can get more dosh for the because yes. uh, Godzilla versus Kong was huge. It was absolutely huge, and, and absolutely huge. And yeah. what's really great is there's going to be another movie. Yay! Yay! I know, yeah. Son of they Kong. Did not sound that enthusiastic. <laughs> Come on, another one. Yeah. Son of Kong. <laughs> I yeah okay it'll it'll make a lot of money hopefully it's good yeah I don't know I need to watch I need to I need to watch the other ones but yes Morbius yes no King Morbius King (laughs) um but yeah no I I don't know I just hope I really want this movie to be good because it's it's Jared Leto moving into the Marvel sphere and this is a this is a you know, MCU adjacent film that may actually become MCU canon. So um, who knows what's going to happen? But um, yeah, release dates moved a week, so that sucks. Um, Mike, did you have anything you wanted to add, or you're you're good on that? More Godzilla. More Godzilla. <laughs> it's like nothing, nothing on Morbius. It's just like I just want more Godzilla. More in Godzilla life. in Fast and Furious. Godzilla in the MCU. I mean, more Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Godzilla um, versus Morbius. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't see much of a problem considering uh, they're still trying to rearrange some stuff because um, cinemas are coming back. So they're going, okay, this will be the final time, so we can have some more bums on seats for our our big one, and then we can probably get some tag along from from the other one. So I re- yeah, I reckon it's probably a benefit than a hindrance. So. If that's the real word. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Although it would be cool if it's still playing to do a double header of No Way Home and Morbius. Like, Ooh, like 
Mm, but probably not. It might. But then again, I say that and I think about it more and I go, well, continuity-wise, I mean, we we all we, we've seen that one trailer from Morbius that we've seen had showed the little Spider-Man connection and then obviously with Michael Keaton um, appearing in it and everyone I mean, I think it's still a rumor at this point that he's playing Adrian Coombs, so aka the vulture so uh in that um but yeah but then you know obviously that's we haven't seen him since homecoming and all this stuff and then you know there's so maybe it won't affect the continuity of anything i I don't think so i think i think it was was originally going to come out before sorry it was originally going to come out before um no way home anyway so yeah yeah, i don't know i think it's just going to have loose ties and it's probably going to be its own movie a bit like uh, a bit like what Doctor Strange was, where it was its own continuity of where where it's going to be. Because I think Doctor Strange sort of takes place before Iron Man two or something like that, and it came out like like after a couple of um, Avengers. I think it was. No. Nah, oh, uh, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think that there's people people online have kind of figured out that um, like it's the events of it kind of start pretty early in the MCU I think. Yeah. Or like a lot a lot earlier than when the movie actually was released. So, yeah, cuz there's this whole period of time of him from where we first meet him to his injury to his rehab and then to him going to Carmitage and doing all that. So that's that's got to be, you know, probably a year maybe. I don't know, at least maybe longer, who knows. But yeah, yeah I don't know. So I think Morbius is probably just going to be its own separate story and just loose ties yeah. with the Spider-Man uh, aspect universe. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And what Michael Keaton, he, he, he's, he says a Warner Brother line. What's up, Doc? He's like, no, you're not Batman, even though he's going to be Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. Oh, oh sorry. Gosh. I really want to do a tangent right here, if that's okay. Go for it. Tangent City. Uh, uh, they're doing filming for the Flash, the the Flashpoint they movie, are. and yes. they're filming at Wayne Manor, which is the Wayne Manor from Batman. From mm-hmm. Burton Batman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that's exciting. <laughs> uh, Kendall is doing a jumping for joy for the people. <laughs> Who, uh, who, oh who, yeah, who, yeah. <laughs> that reaction did not did not sell over a, a, an audio medium. No, I just kind of squeed and, and like flung flailed about a bit. Yep. Just hearing she was hearing excited. That. Yeah, like I know, a magic carp. Yeah, like a, yeah, magic carp, carp, magic carp. Um, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, obviously Michael Keaton is reprising his role as Bruce Wayne in this Flash film that's coming out. So uh, yeah, that's but that's just exciting to hear. Oh god, it's great! I, I can't wait. Anyway, so Morbius. Speaking, speaking. Of, yeah, well, I think we're done with Morbius now because I'm gonna t- I'm gonna segue into because it's all related. You uh, see, yes, it's a tan yes. a tangent that's coming in as we cross the pond to DC. Ooh, I didn't do like a tangent. Do. I did a segue. Segue. Yes, a tangent, <laughs> a tangent way, if you will. Um, list away. Yes, list away. So we have uh, some casting uh, for the upcoming Green Lantern series that's going to be on HBO Max. Um, 
and they have uh, picked a very talented actor by the name of Finn Witterock, um, who will be playing Guy Gardner in the upcoming series. And Guy Gardner is not a character that I'm very familiar with, but it does appear from what I was reading that he's, uh, you know, he's a member of the Green Lantern Corps um, in the comics. And uh, yeah, he's described as a hulking mass of masculinity um, and, and an embodiment of 1980s hyper-patriotism, um, and yet still somehow likable. So... <laughs> <laughs> what um, a yeah. sentence. Okay. I know. No, that's... Yeah, that's, that's basically the description, um, I have here. So, yeah, he's, um, apparently in the comics he has a kind of a, a buzz cut sort of thing, red hair going on, uh, and he has a bit of a temper to match. Um, and I've seen Finn Whitrock in, in American Horror Story. He was also in Ratchet. Um, and yeah, he can, he's definitely going to be able to pull this off. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, it's, I didn't realize they, in this series, they were going to be doing Guy Gardner and not either Hal Jordan or, um, John Stewart, uh, because, you know, we're still waiting for Diggle to be John Stewart or be a Green Lantern because they teased that in the Arrowverse and that's. Probably <laughs> never going to happen. Probably uh, never. Unfortunately. And Probably never. And they're also trying to get uh, Green Lantern in the Schneider Cat. Uh, yeah. Yes. 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 Well, yeah. There were lanterns in the theatrical version of Justice League, and there were there were lanterns in the um, yeah in the Schneider Cut as well. But yeah, they just they couldn't yeah, yeah couldn't get off the ground. So I think I don't know if this is I can't remember if. Uh, if this series is actually connected to the DCEU stuff or if it's its own thing. I'm not 100% sure. I, From memory, I think it is connected. Um, yeah, but it's probably how, Flashpoint how, sort of thing. Yeah, like, I think Flashpoint seems, is, seems to really be the thing that's going to kind of reboot this whole franchise, I guess, cinematic franchise, and see what, I guess, see what happens. But <laughs> I don't know. We'll find out. Or get everything to make sense, sort of thing. It's like yeah, it's, a, it, it's part of the universe, but it's a different dimension. Blah blah blah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Mike, did you know anything about you know anything about Guy Gardner? Like, do you have any knowledge on him in the comics? Not much. Um, uh, just what you've explained. He he's a member of the of the Green Lantern Corps, and yeah, that's basically it. And yeah. Hurry up and get a green lantern. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I hope it's good. Do you reckon? Yeah. What you you feeling? You feeling confident? Um. Well, I'm not a Green Lantern fan per se, but yeah. I know as much as, as as what gets me by. I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm a fan, but I'm I'm a bit skeptical of a superhero that. That's uh, main. The main weakness is the color yellow. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Comics are weird. Yeah. So, and <laughs> yeah, they were trying to get a. Uh, I I can't remember which uh, which one. I think think it was John Stewart in the um, in the Snyder Cut. But uh, WB said no. You can't. You can't use green light. Uh, you can't use a main Greenland in this. We're actually planning it for something else, and I think this is probably 
probably it. They were trying to do some stuff. So yeah, and some um, photos have come out that they were actually fil- uh, filming some Greenland and stuff for the Zack Snyder cut for for the oh. Zack Snyder cut. So I'm thinking if the internet's going to be the internet, they they're going to be screaming and demanding we want the Zack Snyder Zack Snyder cut. With yeah, with Green Lantern, it's like, <laughs> oh, you guys are so persistent and annoying. Yeah, they could. I can imagine. I can just see it now. The hashtag Justice is Green trending because <laughs> you know they, he he did the Justice is Grey like black and white version. Yeah. Of, so a play on words there, I think. But green I with know. envy. Anyway, let's <laughs> let's not give them ideas. Um, just uh, reading a bit further in yeah. into this. Green Lantern show. Um, so it looks like Guy Gardner is going to be um, one of multitudes of lanterns appearing in the series, um, which is really cool. So we're kind of going to get to see the Green Lantern core like fully fleshed out and explored a bit. Yeah. Uh, the first season is going to be 10 one-hour episodes on HBO Max. Ooh, um, okay. <laughs> telling a story that spans decades and galaxies beginning on Earth in 1941 with the very first Green Lantern, which in the comics uh, is Alan Scott, um, which is exciting because he's also gay in the comics. So that has me excited. Representation is coming, people. In the 1940s, um, it wasn't even invented yet. <laughs> and <laughs> I joke. <laughs> you, yes. Um, and also, yeah, in terms of who's making the show, I didn't actually realize, but it's, it's being produced, it's a co-production between Warner Brothers Television and, uh, Belanti Television, and Greg Belanti's the mastermind of the Arrowverse, so there's that connection there, um, it's gonna be co-written by Seth Green Smith and Mark Guggenheim, Guggenheim created, uh, Arrow, um, and Graham Smith is going to be the main showrunner on it. So, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so good people involved. Okay, so I'm 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 optimistic now. So so it's yeah. like the um, it's the arrow. It's not in the Arrowverse. It's just uh, no. people from the Arrowverse doing, doing oh, stuff. working on it. Yeah, yeah which is okay. nice to see because if this is like a DC EU connected thing, it if it turns out to be, then. It's really nice that Warner Brothers is finally recognizing the talent uh, in in the 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 writing and the producing yeah. team uh, on these Arrowverse shows because they've done incredible things with the DC characters. So it's yeah, good it's that good. they talk together, uh, talk talk to each other. Cause yeah, I think there was like you know, uh, with the Flash and the Flash being in uh, the Justice League, they. Uh, people were sort of petitioning. It's like, well, we got a Flash already, so why don't we use him? Because he's great. And it's like, no, it's a different universe, different, different things. It's like, yeah, okay, so, so hopefully, mm. hey, Marvel, you know, take 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 a key out of uh, DC book, you know, take a leaf out of DC book and say, hey, Defenders was a thing. Why don't we just get just you know, Defenders were, were yeah. Kind of- Come on. I know. Yeah. More on that later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. In other news, um, 
Noah Centineo has uh, exited the upcoming Masters of the Universe film. Now, this is the live-action film that's been in the works for a while. Uh, this is not to be confused with Kevin Smith's upcoming animated series on Netflix, Masters of the Universe, um, just to clarify to everyone. Um, but, yeah, he's he's departed the project, and they've not said uh, any reason in particular as to why it could be scheduling. It could be... You know, just a, I guess, change of mind, maybe. I don't mm. know. Um, or creative differences, that old chestnut. But they've not said either way, so we can only speculate. And they've also not yet recast him. So uh, there'll be some casting news pretty soon, I imagine, because I think they were, they were going to be filming this last year, but then COVID obviously disrupted that. Uh, so maybe those delays have forced these... Forced to know his hand to, to part ways, so which is disappointing. Mike, do you have any thoughts on this? Yeah, it sort of sounds like this production's sort of in trouble because well, there's yeah, not really much yeah, out yeah. of it and there hasn't re- really been much about it. And, yeah, it just sounds like... Well, they've been trying to get this thing off the ground for years, like probably during like the late 90s sort of thing. Oh, it's forever they've been trying to make this, yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe they're going to let it go until after Kevin Smith's sort of thing. Uh, Kevin Smith's um, Masters of the Universe. Uh, to see how the public would feel of seeing this. So, there's going to be a lot of buzz. Or, or seeing how it goes. Maybe. Because, you know get a lot of clicks and then say oh people do like this thing so we will go into that it's like yes the audience has been telling you um i'm not the biggest um master of the universe fan i don't know of it i didn't watch it as a kid um but you know it's an ip that's um uh recognizable so who knows mm. who knows yeah i'm the same i never i never watched he-man uh, the cartoon. She-ra. I never. I. I never. Yeah, I haven't seen Shira. I haven't seen the the Masters of Universe film that they made in the eighties. Like I've. So yeah. I have no. I've. I have no stake in this. Um, but I. I am just on a side note. I am probably going to watch Kevin Smith's show just because they've been talking about it on Fat Man Beyond for so long, and I just. <laughs> I'm. I'm. You know, and it just sounds epic. So. Plus, I, they're giving us like. Weekly updates, <laughs> yeah, weekly updates, and I think I think they're getting closer to announcing, uh, you know, some trailer uh, action or mm. some or some footage or something. Um, but yeah, that that show had yeah. Ever since they announced the casting for that show, I've been interested. So yeah, um, yeah. yeah. it's exciting. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, next up, we have our wrap up of the twenty twenty one Oscars. That took place at the start of the week uh, in Hollywood, and uh, yeah, as I mentioned earlier, uh, it was yeah, it was a good, it was a good ceremony. And to be honest, up until a point, it was great because, um, like I said, they did a really good job of putting it on with uh, COVID restrictions and and all the safety measures in place. Basically, the way that they did it. Um, Regina King was the first presenter and she explained uh, to the you know, people watching at home 
how we're able to make this work and why none of us are wearing masks and we're inside and all this. It was just everyone's been you know, tested or vaccinated or quarantined or whatever. They, treat, they treated the entire thing like an actual live set. So when cameras are on, masks off. When cameras, you know, when they go to commercial, masks on, that kind of thing. Um, on top of all of the, you know, proper social distancing and cleaning and vaccine. So they, yeah, so they, they did a really good job and they, they, cause they moved it because of it. They moved it from the Dolby theater to uh, union station and they made it look stunning and gorgeous. It looked, it looked just so beautiful. Um, like classic old Hollywood sort of like the, the fact that they turned this train station into this like just gorgeous kind of studio. Uh, it was really awesome. Um, although there was one like, but they sort of split between the station and the Dolby Theatre where they usually have it, except they didn't split it as much as I thought. They only kind of cut to the Dolby Theatre one time. Um, and Brian Cranston was there all, you know, tucked up, looking fine. And uh, and just he's standing up, you know, up in the, the nosebleeds almost. And all behind him is the Dolby Theatre, empty seats. Oh, and wow. the stage in the background. And I was like, I've never seen it like that, really. Like, especially at Oscar's time, because it's usually (laughs) full. And, yeah, no, it was empty and it looked beautiful. But anyway, that aside, um, in terms of the awards, pretty much uh, everything was a gimme. Um, Nomadland won Best Picture, the big award of the night. Uh, Chloe Zhao won uh, Best Director, uh, making history as the first woman of colour to ever win the Best Directing Oscar. Uh, and the second woman ever um, to win Best Director, following Catherine Bigelow in 2009 for The Hurt Locker. Um, the Oscars has been going for nearly 100 years. Let's just have that sink in for a second. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> um, but no, uh, so that was really great to see to see Nomadland get a, a few awards. Uh, Soul won Best Animated Feature, which I know Fully is very happy about. Yay! Um, as was I, because it very much deserved it. Uh, and then, yeah, in terms of the acting, um, the results were a little bit more mixed. Um, with Frances McDormand taking up as actress, she deserved it totally, of course. But uh, Viola Davis was probably the favourite to to win in that category because she had taken it out for um, for that for her role in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom uh, at a couple of other ceremonies. Same with, of course, the big one, um, Best Actor. Um, in the most awkward Best Actor, one of the most awkward, it's got to be, <laughs> in history, uh, Joaquin Phoenix presented it to Anthony Hopkins um, for The Father over Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which uh, was very controversial because, again, Chadwick was the favourite to win. He'd won the Golden Globe, he'd won the SAG, uh, he didn't win the BAFTA, which Anthony Hopkins did win. And um, same with Francis McDormand. I could totally see why they gave it to him because he was devastating, like just an insanely good in The Father. Um, so I can see why the Academy favoured him over Chadwick. But Chadwick's performance was just so heartbreaking and soul-wrenching that I just, you know... I thought it was his time because you know what the Oscars did for the first, I don't know if it's the first time ever, but for some reason they decided to present best picture third last. Usually they do it last because it's the biggest award of the night. It's the best film of the year, right? For some reason they did it third last, then they did best actress 
and then they did Best Actor. And when Frances, Mac- yeah, and Frances McDormand came out, and because she's so not Hollywood, bless her, she didn't really give a speech much. Like she just came up and said, "Let the work speak for me," you know. You, yeah. You know. So, which is she basically paraphrased her speech from when she won for three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri, a few years ago. Um, but you know, good sentiment, and she's a great lady. Um, and but she just. Way, the way she finished her speech, it almost seemed like she didn't give a shit that she'd won, um, which was disappointing. But shes I still love her. She's great. Uh, but then, you know, Joaquin Phoenix came out, presented it to Anthony Hopkins, and uh, and then it was just kind of a whirlwind trying to figure out, okay, is, is he here? Are we crossing to him? Because they had satellite link up for all of the international winners that a nominees that couldn't be there. There was no zooming. There was no skyping. It was all satellite stuff. Um, so, but <laughs> Anthony Hopkins was in the Welsh countryside. Oh, so he, he had no access where he lives. Right. So he had no access and he didn't think he was going to win. Right. Yeah. Um, so he didn't do anything about it. And then awkwardly, Joaquin, poor Joaquin had to do, make the best of a, a weird situation and just go, the Academy accepts, this award on behalf behalf of Sir Anthony Hopkins. And then they awkwardly cut to Questlove, who was the DJ of the night, and then he just said, that's it, good night, thanks for coming, like, thanks for watching. Like, it was the most anticlimactic end to the Oscars I've seen wow. in years. Okay. So, yeah, I just, wanna, I just wanted to recap that for you guys. Cause it was just, <laughs> that's right. Um, it was just, yeah, um, but... Bless him, Anthony Hopkins uh, made an acceptance speech on his uh, Instagram yeah. feed, on his social media feed, where he, um, you know, just exclaimed that he was not expecting this win, that he was very grateful and very honoured by the Academy, and then he paid tribute to Chadwick Boseman as well, because he, I think he also thought that he should have won. Yeah. Uh, so that was very sad, but very respectful of him, of course. Um, but sad that Chadwick didn't win. The other awkward thing about the Oscars I wanted to point out before I throw over to you guys for your thoughts um, is the fact that the In Memoriam segment was butchered um, and very frustrating. How? Okay, so what they did, they, they picked a song... It's a beautiful song. Um, I think it's called "As," and uh, usually it's sung. Usually it's sung by George Michael and Mary J. Blige, right? Yeah. But this version was more of a stripped-down version, uh, and it was Stevie Wonder playing it. So I'm like, "Yes, Stevie, I'm I'm in," and this is a great song, and it's about you know I'll be loving you always, and like you know until the blah blah blah. I'm gonna love you forever. So it's it's an, it's a kind of a nice sentimental farewell song, but it's. It's a fast song. Oh. Like, it's it's a mid-tempo kind of, So what they were doing, they were trying to be all, you know, uh, aesthetically pleasing and moving the pitches to the music. So, like, a, you know, a thing would come up, like a picture would come up, it would hang for, you know, two seconds, and then in time with the music, uh... it would change. So in the faster bits of the song... You only had, you barely had enough time to look at the the person's face, their name, and what they did. Yeah. Okay. And they, yeah, it was shit. I yeah, and they left out Naya Rivera, who tragically died um, last year, and that was a huge thing. She wasn't even mentioned. Um, but 
what can you do? And it was, it, yeah, nonetheless, it was still like, I don't know, the emotion is still hit. I, I still got emotional, especially because at the end they kind of slowed it down and then they did Sean Connery and then they did Chadwick Boseman at the end and I was a mess. Um, so it, it, it still worked. It was still beautiful. Yeah, but it... But it was a bit misguided. I was going to... Yeah, because it's a little unfair for all the other people yeah. throughout that whole segment yeah. to not have as much time as what Sean Connery and Chavik Boseman would have gotten. Yeah, yeah. Just because they were all timing it to the music. Yeah. Like, it was... Yeah. And especially in 2021, when we've had one of the worst years as a collective for humanity, right? In in a long time. Hmm. Um, yeah. It was just kind of shitty. But that's, that's, that's kind of how it was. Apart from that, yeah, everyone else who should have won pretty much did win, um, and they didn't—they didn't play out anyone. Like ev- they let everyone speak. Like they didn't—they didn't play anyone off. Oh, everyone got to sp- have their say and speak their speak their part and tell their story in their acceptance speech, and they didn't try and and I so I thought that was great. I hope they I hope they keep that. <laughs> um, yeah, Fulia, do you have anything you wanna you wanna talk about with this? Um, I will say that you know, uh, Anthony Hopkins. Although I've never seen The Father, I did see a particular scene that popped up on Facebook. Um, the really emotional moment where he was having uh, memory issues, and he was and he, and he's talking to I'm assuming the nurse, or um, I'm not sure what her role was. That's um, okay. But it was very emotional, and you can see that, you know, Anthony Hopkins was just an amazing sort of... That, that particular scene, just wow. Is it the one where he starts... He's, like, full-on crying? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was crying during that scene, watching yeah, that. Yeah, because he, so had, he was having a, a mental breakdown he's... about a particular memory that he, yeah. he couldn't think of. And, yeah. 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 Um, no, so I can I can I can see why he got the Oscar. Um, in terms of just seeing that one scene. Yeah. Uh, it is a shame though for Chadwick Boseman, to be honest. Um, like you said, it would have been a really nice send off for him. Yeah. Just because he's not going to be in any other no awards. That's so it now. That's, that's it. it. And because and on just on that, I forgot to mention the fact that I thought they'd switched it because they were like. Oh, Chadwick's going to win Best Actor, and so we want to end the night on a, you know, respectful note, yeah. a tribute sort of note, if you know what I mean. And yeah. that's, I'm like, oh, that would explain why they did it, but no, that had nothing to no. do with it. Anyway. Yeah. Um, anyway. In terms of, like, just the main ones that I would like to mention from the Oscars, and and Best Animated Feature Film, Soul, oh my goodness, well-deserved, so, such a good movie. Um, yeah. it, it is beautiful in its animation, in its, um, just in its storytelling as well. There are so many things, so many, uh, like thought provoking things that you can get out of this. Um, and it's literally just a movie about living your life in the present moment, not thinking about your future, not staying in the past, just be in the present moment and just live it is essentially what that movie's about. And I loved it. Um, 
It's a shame that Onward didn't get it because yeah. that was also a really good Onward film. Onward was also very good. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen Over the Moon and I really am keen on seeing that. I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. Um, or is that... I'm thinking... I'm it's, probably a, it's, thinking either, it's, a, it's either Over the Moon or Wolf Walkers is on Netflix. I can't yeah. remember which one. I'm pretty sure it's Over the Moon. Yeah. I am actually pretty keen on seeing that one because that does look really nice. Um... In terms of cinematography, I mean, Mank, like, come on. Yeah. As much as the story didn't really get me, the way that that movie was filmed in general yeah. was absolutely stunning. Yeah. I it, loved it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so in that instance, uh, I totally agree with, you know, Mank winning that in terms of cinematography. Mm-hmm. They uh, also won production design. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see why. Yeah, it's so good. No-brainer. Yeah. yeah, costume design, hell yeah to Ma Rainey's Black Bottom winning that one. Yes. The yes. costumes in that film were amazing. Stunning. And it's it just really gets you... St- um, sort of into that era as well. Yeah. So good. Beautiful. Um, congratulations to Chloe Zhao on her win for the best director. Um, we need more female directors out there. Yeah, so yeah. good on her. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, quick side mention, even though I've never seen it, Sound of Metal won for film editing. Yes. Um, Misha Collins was there with yes! his buddy. Yes. <laughs> It was so so great. Literally, Christina and I were like, that's Misha. That's Misha. Misha's at the Oscars. Like, we were losing our shit. And then I was like, I can't wait to tell Fulia. But then, you know. No, I saw it. You were well aware. I was well aware of the fact. Yeah. Um, And he posted photos of the fact that he was there anyway. He did. And there was a headline that was like, Misha Collins attends, Supernatural star Misha Collins attends Oscars, confuses Twitter. That was the headline. <laughs> As to him, to people thinking that he's been nominated for something? They were like, why is he even there? They yeah, didn't no, no. They didn't he understand. Was, he, he was, was, he was yeah. the plus one for his best friend. Yes, Darius Marder, director of Sound of Metal, yes. um, is a yeah childhood friend of, of Mish's. Yes, so. it is. Yeah, yeah he is. Um, so congratulations to Sound of Metal for winning film editing. Um, I'm just trying to sort of go through Soul for original score. score. Yeah. 100% agree. Yeah. So happy for that one. Um, okay. And then, yeah, Best Picture, um, Nomadland. I haven't seen that one, so I can't you, really... you should. It's really good. Yeah? It's on Disney+. Plus. It, for those who want to check out uh, Nomadland, it is now on Disney+. Plus. If you are subscribed, hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> um, but it's it's worth your time. Okay. Yeah. I will check it out it's for beautiful. sure. Um, in terms of short film animated, I'm so sad that Burrow didn't get. I know it was, it's such a cute. I, I hoped film. Burrow would win. Yeah. Um, I feel like though I do need to see if anything happens. I love you because that looks like something that I should have seen. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a Netflix one as well. Yeah, if anything happens, I love you is on Netflix. If people want to check that out, that is the Oscar-winning short film. Yes. Okay. So I will definitely animated short film. Yes, animated short I will film. definitely see that one for sure. Um. Oh. Okay. And Tenant-winning visual effects. Yep. Another no-brainer. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I said. Basically, everyone who should have won almost did. So yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. So I'm I'm happy with that. And I think that's probably it in terms of the um the awards that I want to mention. Uh, Michael, what are your thoughts on the Oscars? Did you have anything to add? 
Didn't watch it. Don't care. You don't care about the winners or anything <laughs> like that? No, nah. Michael, Michael nah. doesn't like award shows. That's okay. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Potentious trash. <laughs> watch the Razzies instead. <laughs> yeah, freaking Rudy Giuliani won two Razzies for his appearance yes. in Borat subsequent movie film, which was hilarious. So. Uh, yeah. 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 Razzies. <laughs> All right. So, um, lastly, in the news this week, uh, we have to talk about the fact that Invincible uh, got renewed for seasons two and three on Amazon Prime. Really awesome. Um, I have to mention, Mike, I watched episode one today, like right before recording. Oh. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, this is this is good. Like. You know, the animation style kind of is very classic. Like, it reminded me of Captain Planet for some reason, the the style of the animation. <laughs> except, obviously, a lot yeah. more up, a lot more updated version. Like, the backgrounds are stunning. The backgrounds are... The backdrops. Stunning. Um, and then, you know, it's it's a superhero IP that I've, I've never really heard of or know anything about. Uh, so, the world building in it was cool. And uh, the father-son relationship. I'm like, yeah, I can get on board with this. This is cool. J.K. Simmons for the win. Um, and then and then the post credit scene happened. <laughs> the last and, 10 minutes. And, yeah, the last 10 minutes, they cut, they cut to title card when our titular hero gets to say his name, his hero name for the first time, which is Invincible. And then... And then they, you know, give you a couple of credits, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then it goes into post-credits and the, um, I, yeah, I don't know if I should spoil it, but. Uh, <laughs> it's all right. Fully is probably not going to watch it anyway. You're not going to watch it. All right. Spoilers for Invincible if you don't want to, you don't want to know. But basically the, the Avengers of this world, they're called the Guardians of the Globe and they get assembled, um, pun intended, um, to, you know, their... I don't know, Hall of Justice. See, I'm just crossing worlds now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know what I mean. They get it. They're, they're yeah. They get they get called uh, to a meeting, and then uh, basically the the hero, uh, like the father of our main character, um, Omni Man, I think his name is, um, yep. just viciously and brutally slaughters all of them. And I tell you, my jaw did not come up from the floor. For about 10 minutes afterwards because <laughs> the animation right it's so like it's so good and it's so like uh pg in appearance but then this fucking scene happens and there are heads around the wrong way there are viscera and entrails hanging out of people there are fists going through chests and i was like Oh, I'm fucking in. I'm. <laughs> I can't wait to watch the rest of this. This is. I'm like, yeah, boy, let's go. Let's fucking and go. The final so. cho- and the final chop. The final Complete. chop. Yeah. 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 He basically kills like Omni Man's kind of like Superman. Um, I from what only from what I've gathered from the first episode, but the character he kills is also kind of like Superman. Uh, in, in the fact that he can fly and he has super strength and all that stuff. But he just slices the dudes. The dude's like, why? Why? He's got a hole in his chest and he just doesn't say anything. He just cuts his head, slices his head off with his hand. <laughs> Radio. Yeah, it was intense. But I, f- 
I loved it. I'm like, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm ready, boys. Let's do this. Uh, so, Michael, I think it might be appropriate on that note to throw to you because you've seen the entirety of this first season, haven't you? Yes. Yes, I have. So, no spoilers now that I'm invested. <laughs> no spoilers. No spoilers. It gets better. Really? Okay. In storytelling and... With the violence. With well. the violence. Okay, cool. So, so essentially each week is kind of like uh, its own thing, like a bit like what uh, comics are. It's like, oh, it's the latest thing. But it all ties together with um, basically a, a family drama and that and that's with Mark and his and his relationship between his father and, and, and his mother as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and now that he... Uh, and now that he's um, got superpowers, it, it's it's his turn to come to grips of what what he's going to be. He, he's going to be invincible, and <clears throat> he has to deal with he has to deal with uh, having superpowers, having like the tropes, having a secret identity, not telling anyone. And his father is the um, uh, his uh, guiding light. And mm-hmm. especially after the first episode, we find out what he is capable of. So, yeah. uh, with that in so uh, with that in the background, um, uh, as an audience member, we know that uh, <laughs> that that in mind. So we're we're sort of being sus about um, <laughs> what uh, Omni Man or uh, uh, no one, no one, I, I think his name Omni Man. Uh, and what what he's going to be? So yeah. So not to spoil it, it is very good. Yeah. Uh, Robert Kirkman is uh, the creator of uh, I- Invisible, and he's also <laughs> the, and he's also the creator of Walking Dead as well. Yeah, and, and he created the comics. Yeah. Yeah, and what's really funny is the uh, the the Fantastic Seven. Uh, the 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 seven, or the Justice League, or the Avengers, or whatever um, name insert here. I can't remember. Sorry, but they don't really last long. So the Guardians of the Globe. Yeah, Guardians of the Globe, and uh, they were all voiced by uh, people who were in Walking Dead. So that's there's, there's oh. a lot of uh, yeah. That's and, cool. And the guy who does the voice for Mark is also in Walking Dead as well. So. There's a lot. There's yeah, a lot Stephen of, um, Yoon. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So there's a lot of a uh, cr- cross pollination with that mm. one, with that one. Yeah. It's so, cool. so yeah, I do recommend it, Kendall, and yeah. it's good that you're <laughs> you were on board, especially after the first episode. As I said, if you can get past the first episode, I think you'll be alright. Okay. Julia, I think you might struggle with this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But 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 you do watch um. Uh, anime as well there's there's a couple of violent things in there i mean it's all stylized no shrug of the shoulders <laughs> look i don't really go into those type of cartoons or animations to be honest i try to steer clear of most of them mm-hmm. but it depends on the story so the story is good i i have to admit i think you probably get a, get a dig in the story like after watching the last episode, I was just, uh, I was just, you know, 
little bit of in a blubbery mess because <laughs> it wow. definitely hits hits a bit close to home, considering. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. The sort of subject matter of having a a questionable uh, parent. <laughs> yeah. And ha- how to deal with that shit. Yeah. So it's yeah. Okay. It is. Uh, but, it, but season one ended ended satisfyingly for yourself. Did it set up season two? It did. Um, considering that there wasn't any word if there was going to be a season two, two or three or not, uh, with a lot of interviews by um, Kirkman, that there is plenty in the tank, plenty of stories in the tank because it, it, it's one of, it's uh, it's one of his longest running ones. I think it, it's. It it lasted longer than uh, Walking Dead, I think. Oh Don't wow! Quote me on that. I think I think it was roughly the same same length. Or or he tied it up like it it was a long thing, and I think they got plenty of stories in the tank for that, and they weren't sure if this was going to be an ongoing thing. So it's it it sort of ended very nicely if there wasn't going to be a second season, but it does it does have the um. The, it does have the option of having a season two or a season three. <laughs> <laughs> As we now know, to bring it full circle to the news, it's been renewed, which is great. Ah. Ah. Sighs of relief everywhere. Cool. All right. Well, that might do it for the nerdy news for this oh, week, yeah. Ben. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. Um, cool. All right. Uh, it's time, as always now, to roll on up. To the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. All right, trailer park time. And uh, we have three trailers to discuss, as is per usual. Uh, Starting with the first trailer, our first teaser trailer for Steven Spielberg's uh, remake of West Side Story. Um, Yeah, this is very much... A tease, uh, that's for sure. A very good teaser trailer. Um, it really, I think it works best if you have engaged with West Side Story either on stage or in film before. Um, I haven't seen the film, the original film, um, and I really need to, and I, I think I will before I go and watch this. Uh, but I have seen the stage show, and it's a beautiful performance like uh, a beautiful musical um, that I highly recommend people check out. Uh, but for, for anyone that doesn't really know how the story of West Side Story, it's basically a contemporary, well, when I say contemporary, 1950s, uh, Romeo and Juliet set in New York. It's star-crossed lovers, rival gangs, um, yeah, instead of rival families. So it's, yeah, it's, that's basically the, the kind of the premise. Um, but it, and it, yeah, it deals with, you know, uh, race issues as well as, as, as different cultures and, um, yeah. And it's all set in New York city and yeah, it's, it's, it's a really cool story and a really great musical. Um, and I've been looking forward to checking this out, especially cause it's, it's Steven Spielberg's first foray into musicals. Um, so he's never made a musical until now. Uh, so that's really exciting. I'm sure he's going to be, you know. That's that's gonna be fine, Michael. Jump in. Uh, a little a little uh, tidbit for that. Mm. Uh, Hook was almost a musical. That's right. Yes, correct. Thank you for bringing that so up. I completely forgot it, about that. 
That's all right. It could have been his second, but yes. we know how uh, Hook uh, became not a not a uh, not a musical, not, not a, a musical with music in it. Yes, yes. Well, I mean, there was a version of Hook that had Michael Jackson as Peter Pan. So, um, but that was one of the early versions of it, um, which sadly never went ahead. But you know, Robin Williams, how can you go wrong? Um, Apparently, they denied that, like Michael and. Uh, and Spielberg as well. Oh. Okay. Apparently. I think it was just rumor, rumor mill. Oh. And yeah, okay. and it being a musical, there, there was actually two songs in Hook, so that makes sense. Yeah, that's true. No, you're right. All right, I feel like I've just been schooled on my Michael Jackson knowledge. Um, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm gonna buy Michael too. And I'm wearing <laughs> and I'm wearing a Michael Jackson shirt just coincidentally. I'm going to go hang my head in shame. No, 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 no and, shame. And I will, but I will research that and get back re- to me. And get back to you <laughs> next week. Find out. Well, you are right. wearing the glasses and you can do an, well, actually. Yeah, well, actually. Yeah, I can do a comic book guy impression. Um, actually, <laughs> you're, if you, you're, you're fine. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah? You got yeah. your Michael Jackson knowledge. I've got, I've got Steven Spielberg knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Yes. Tonight we fight. <laughs> Tonight we fight. <laughs> um, anyway, um, Gold Leader. Um, that is yeah, pretty much all my thoughts on this trailer. Um, I'm going to check it out. Although I'm going to try not to let the um, problematicness of Ansel Elgort get in the way because I, there, there has been unfortunate things said about him in the media uh, not too long ago. So, um, but I'm not going to mention that, what that is here. If you're curious, go search it up yourself. Um, he is very yeah, talented. You got actor. internet, use it. So, yeah, exactly. But anyway, um, hopefully this is just a really good film. Fulia. Uh, I'm actually really curious about West Side Story. Uh, I've heard about the actual stage production itself since high school. Um, I was also in my high school's choir where we did sing America at a um, the the choir competitions that we were um, competing in, and mm-hmm. it's a really good song. <laughs> a lot of high notes that we had to hit. <laughs> America. <laughs> I don't mm. have it anymore, but yeah, that's pretty much how they sing it. I'm. I know. I know a couple of the songs from from the musical, so I am interested in seeing the actual uh, story, I suppose. Um, I never got the chance to actually go out and see it on stage. However, hopefully the film itself will turn out to be just as good. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm interested. I am keen. I'm nice. a keen bean. Keen bean. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Great. Michael? Yeah, I'll give this a go. Uh, I haven't, uh, I haven't seen the original movie. Um, probably a good thing considering uh, it wasn't cast correctly. <laughs> a lot, a lot of white people in bronzer, <laughs> oh. pretending to be Latin Americans. But you know, it was the fifties. I don't know. I think it was the sixties. I think yeah. I think the out. the film came out in the early sixties. I think. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, but no, you're right. Same, it was yeah, cult, you know, race racial inappropriate casting for back then. Yeah, yeah, 
that was the back time. when back when Mickey uh, Mickey Rooney was an excellent uh, Japanese gentleman. That's all. <laughs> That's what I think. Yeah, my God. I saw breakfast when I saw Breakfast at Tiffany's a couple of years. ago. I think it's Breakfast at Tiffany's when he does he yeah. does that. Yeah, and I was like, oh God, this is not. Oh boy. Oh boy. Forget it. It's anyway. I've completely forgot that, so I yeah. need to do a rewatch. Yeah. <laughs> if you like. If, if you like. like. <laughs> anyway, continue. That's all right. Uh, Steven Spielberg uh, will be very whimsical and very awesome looking as well. Uh, I th- think it will probably be good for Steven Spielberg to actually do something like this because he hasn't really been bashing out some good ones so far. So uh, I'm more than happy of watching this. Uh, musicals are always good. They make you smile, make you laugh, even though this is a an allegory of um, Romeo and Juliet. So it's probably going to be sad at the end, but, you know, that's what you pretty much get when you're doing that, <laughs> doing that mm-hmm. thing. Uh, yeah, cool. that's it, basically. Cool. Go for it. All right. Maybe uh, a good um, date, date night. Uh, yeah, movie I reckon. It'd probably be yeah. a good date night film. It's a romantic musical. Yeah. <laughs> romantic, <laughs> even though it's tragedy. Yeah. Well, it is Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Story, basically. I, I, am, t- I am tempted to actually watch a marriage story on Va- Valentine's Day. Well, I still haven't seen it. It it sounds lovely. It sounds like a good movie. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. It's an amazing movie. Yeah. Maybe don't watch it on Valentine's Day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's our recommendation. If you want to feel well, if you want to feel good about how the strength of your marriage, watch Marriage Story. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) What the way we fight. I mean, mind you, I uh, I did I did read um, Pet Cemetery when I first became a father, which is probably not a good thing. Oh lord! <laughs> yeah. Oh lord! It deals it deals with uh, childhood uh, trauma and death. It does. Yes. Um, okay, when are we ha- seeing? And how the father sorry? went insane <laughs> <laughs> after the death of his child. Spoiler alert. <laughs> West Side Story will be in cinemas uh, later this year on the 10th of December um, in the US and the UK. So our friends and our peeps listening uh, that live in those respected nations can check it out then. I imagine here in Australia be around the same time. So you can do a... Yeah. You can do Spider-Man or you can do West Side Story. So for Christmas viewing this year. Um, <laughs> before we move on to the next trailer, I would like to just, um, spill some tea in the, uh, uh the, good on you. <laughs> the Kendall versus Michael, the Jackson versus Spielberg <laughs> debate, um, multiple sources on the first page of Google, my Google search say that, um, Michael Jackson was up, was up for the part of Peter Pan. Um... Um, basically, um, it, for a while he'd been interested, like he'd, uh, he'd been interested to, to play and was going to play. It was going to be a musical if, uh, Michael Jackson had played him, which this article also mentions the two John Williams songs that made it into the film. 
Um, but uh, but yes, basically, uh, when when uh, the the premise of the story changed from what Spielberg initially thought it was going to be more traditional Peter Pan adaptation, and they changed it into an adult Peter Pan who'd forgotten everything. Uh, MJ decided he wasn't interested in, in exploring that. He wanted to stay true to the, the J. M. Barry novels um, in the, the this version of Peter Pan. So um, he declined and moved away from the project. Mike, drop. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, yeah. So there I you go. I did say I could be wrong. <laughs> you so, did. <laughs> so it was a rumor about a rumor. <laughs> what? There's no rumors. That's a fact. No, no. No, what, no. The one that he mentioned. It was a rumor about a rumor. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Right. Sorry. I'm with so you. So technically, I was right. <laughs> if you want to talk talk semantics, rumor lingo. Yes. Yes. Sorry. I just felt I always I had talk to, in semantics. I had to fa- I had to defend my MJ reputation, so I th- I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> no, that's all right. Yeah. Would, Hilarious. Believe me, I'll probably do the fucking same. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. If I started talking about freaking um um, actually. Yeah. <laughs> if I started schooling, trying to school you on young ones, I'd be like, yeah, I, I, like, I'll show myself out. <laughs> Rick Mayo. Yeah, Rick Mayo. What did you say about Rick Mayo? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Next trailer, guys, is for uh, the upcoming Disney film Luca. Um, we've already seen a couple of trailers for this one. This is the third trailer that's come out. Um, and yeah, it's kind of just, again, reinforcing, uh, everything I think we already knew. I, I, if I had to pick between the last trailer and this trailer, I liked the previous one a lot better. That one did a much better job in setting up what the film is going to be about. This one just kind of had, was like a re-edit of that previous trailer with some extra stuff thrown in, I think. Um, and so it hasn't really changed my mind. I'm still going to watch this, I think. It looks it looks charming as hell, funny. Um, the, but the animation is just gorgeous. Um, yeah. Like, the, the I love the detail on, like, the uh, the scales on the backs of the, like, mer creatures' heads. Like, the color in that, the detail in that, just on that level is great. And then just the world of this Italian town where it's set. Um, and the characters we're going to meet. So, yeah, uh, I don't really have much more to say than that. Um, that's, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. It's going to be on Disney Plus, so I'll have easy, we'll have easy access to it. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it looks like it's going to be a beautiful film. Fulia, yes. what do you reckon? Uh, well, yeah, I'm definitely going to be seeing this anyway. Um, you're right, this, this trailer is pretty much the same but different kind of thing um, with a few extra little bits that we haven't seen, which, you know, could have been... Didn't really need it to be honest. Um, I mean, I was already convinced from from the other from the other trailer. Uh, I just I love the way that, and I'm, I probably mentioned it from the last time, but I'm gonna say it again. Just the way that when water is splashed on their face and it's like half their face shows their actual like yeah. who they actually are. Yeah. That's... And then they have to like hide all of a sudden. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> And it's so, and that and that moment where the cat sees. Yeah, I love how the, the cat table. the cat 
the cat just reminds me of Ron Swanson from Parks and Recreation because he's just he's just got the he even got it's, that like it's fake the mustache mustache it's yeah. the mustache going on and then there's the fact that he's just hmm like it's this yeah grunt of a meow like sort of thing and the cat's so big and chubby mm. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah floofy uh, he, he has a permit. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I lo- again, I love the fact that it's set in Italy. Um, it, the when the when the music started at the beginning of the trailer, it threw me off for a second because I forgot that it. <laughs> It was an it was Italian. Italian. It was yeah. an Italian based. Yeah, and movie. you were like, "Wait, are we watching the right thing?" I know. Or no, my mind went to. Crap, did I just pick the one that's in Italian, not English? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Is this the international trailer? Yeah. This is the international Yeah, literally. Um, but, yeah, it's it's an absolutely beautiful-looking uh, animation, and mm. I honestly cannot wait to see it. Michael. Yeah, I'm definitely going to see, see this. It looks fantastic. It looks phenomenal. Um, you know, unfortunately, it's not going to be in the cinemas. It's going to be a straight to uh, Disney Plus release. Which is a shame which... because this would have been absolutely amazing on the big screen. Yeah, and um, and I do a lot of Twitter stuff and there's a lot of um, Pixar um, uh, employees are pretty, pretty upset mm. because Soul did the same thing. It's like, it was like, wait, you, you did this with Soul and you're doing this with Luca as well. It's going to be straight to streaming service with no with no paywall, and not necessarily for you know we want more money. It's just well we kind of feel like Disney's doing the dirty with Pixar. It's, mm. I mean, surely you can do the same with um, like uh, uh, Black Widow, you know, doing a dual dual thing. But yeah. Um, it just you know it just bugs me about um uh creatives getting getting a bit dirty getting the dirt chucked on them That's but fair. i'm going to watch it anyway and yeah and you know i I'll, I'll let zelda watch it as well cuz she like she likes colorful stuff and she probably won't get the context of um call me by your name <laughs> done by pixar so <laughs> I'm going to teach my, my child what, what a gay allegory is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Great. Is it either that, either that or uh, watch um, X-Men? Yes. It's like, this is... <laughs> and, and then talk about problematic uh, directors later on in our life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because we're, cause we're reading uh, Harry Potter at night and... Uh, yeah, that's going to be a conversation I'm going to have as well. Oh, well. She, she doesn't need to have that ruined for her yet. No. Nah. No. That and Roald Dahl. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. you know. And I have thought, it's like, well, what happens if she does, if she was trans? It's like she throws it back at me. It's like, you made me read J.K. Is that, you cross that bridge when you get to it. Oh my it. god, I was literally about to say <laughs> That's hilarious. That's right. Yes. All right. JK, is is the K in her name Karen? Mm, <laughs> is the K stand for Karen? Alrighty. Anyway. Anyway, Kendall. Yes. With a K. 
Kendall with a K, yes, not Karen. Luca will be streaming on Disney Plus worldwide on the 18th of June. Yay! It's not too mm. long to go for that one. And lastly, in Trailer Park this week, uh, we have a trailer for an upcoming Netflix series adapted from the DC Comics, um, and that is called Sweet Tooth. Um, Okay, so yeah, this one is really, really interesting. Um, I was curious when I heard sort of the premise of it and like the intro of this trailer, how it was like, because like when I was scrolling through Facebook and it came up and I just watched like the first like 20 seconds and it's just for some reason there's a child born who is like part deer or something and I was like what the fuck is this what is Robert Downey Jr. doing now like like, you know he's he's here him and his wife Susan are executive producers on this show um and you know they also executive produce Doolittle and we know how that turned out so you know that as much as I love him and them I'm just yeah cautiously optimistic but when I saw the rest of the trailer and realized that there's post-apocalyptic stuff kind of going on, like these hybrid children get, you know, begin to be born and, and, uh, and kind of humanity just kind of falls apart somehow because of it. And, um, and then everything obviously, you know, because it's dystopian must rest on the shoulders of one young individual. Uh, and that's sweet tooth. Um, and, uh, yeah. And, I don't know. I mean, the, the special effects are pretty impressive, for, especially for a Netflix show. Um, yeah, I mean, it's based on DC Comics, so, you know, they've got, um, you know, I guess, you know, high expectations from a lot of people, I, I, I'm sure, to pull this off. Um, but, yeah, like, uh, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to watch this or not. I might wait and see what the reviews are, but I'm very curious um, as to what the, the full story of it would be and what it would focus on and stuff and why there are these high hybrid children that exist and what's happened to, to us as a race and you know what? Yeah. So I just, I have a lot of questions, so I might end up watching it because I want, I want answers, but um, we shall see. Fulia, what did you, what did you think? Uh, it, it didn't really capture my interest to be honest. Um, I don't know, like maybe because the, the trailer was so short that it, it didn't really give me enough information. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it looks interesting, mm. but yeah, I mm, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Cool. <laughs> fair enough. No, that's fair enough. All good. Michael. <laughs> yeah, I, I might I might watch the first episode see how it goes. That's okay. sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I like a post-apocalyptic things, and mm. it looks like. Uh, the world that we know it is slowly turning into a fantasy world, but with science fiction and and they talk about uh, a um a pandemic as well. It's like yay, we love that. <laughs> we love <laughs> we 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 love our fantasy dealing with stuff that's real. Uh, but yeah, I'll give this a go. Um, having a look at the sort of. Um, the cast in it. Uh, there's a lot of a uh, lot of uh, people that we don't know, which is good. You know, give people new yeah. people their deals. Yeah, the one. Uh, or yeah, sorry. Keep going. I was going to jump in there with a casting t- tidbit trivia, but keep going. No, go ahead. 
I was just going to say, and this is probably, actually, it's probably not even a good thing to bring up, but the fact that Nonzo Anozi is in this, and uh, those of you who watched Artemis Fowl, or should I rephrase, suffered through Artemis Fowl, <laughs> will recognize him, because he was the uh, Artemis's butler. Uh, oh, yeah. A cool butler dude. Yeah, yeah. In that. Um, but he's, I was wondering he's, who that was. He's one of the main characters in this, and then Will Forte's in it as well, and so. Yeah. But yeah. And James Brolin as the narrator. Ah, that's who the narrator was. I was trying to figure out what yeah. voice that was. There you go. It's Thanos' yeah, cause, dad. Because he sounded familiar. Hmm? <laughs> Thanos' <is> dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one that went. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's ironic considering IDJ's a producer on this anyway. <laughs> Connections. Yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. Will Forte is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He, he does he does like very um different things and he 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 goes well with different things as well mm. so, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm still waiting for the MacGruver movie to come out I know well, didn't they say they were making one like or they're making a they're sequel making a series I think or a series yeah, yeah. A, yeah. a sequel series a sequel maybe. series to the film yeah that'd be sweet yeah mm. That that movie doesn't get too get doesn't get enough love. It's so underrated. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good in a bad way. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I need to. Watch so when it. are we going to be watching this film, Kendra? <laughs> this well, this series, Sweet Tooth, um, will begin oh, yeah. streaming on Netflix very soon uh, on the fourth of June. Cool. Cool. A month. A month away. All right. Uh, so, um, yeah, that's trailer park done. We're rolling on out. We're backing up. The We've got the reverse lights on. The trailers are making their beeping noises as they back the fuck away from the park. Mm-hmm. Um, which means now uh, it's time for the segment... The section, the part, the moment you've only waiting for. Popcorn culture. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I wish you could have seen Mike then. (laughs) Visually, he was amazing. (laughs) We'll we'll do it for the stream. We'll do it for the stream. Yeah. Do it for the stream. Um, Cool. So, um, for for popcorn culture this week... um, we decided, considering there is, we don't have any Marvel shows to talk about now, at least for uh, the next you know few weeks until Loki starts, and then we'll dive back into our uh, Marvel reviews. But um, in keeping because with that, someone doesn't want to watch Murdoch. Oh, shut up! Yeah, <laughs> uh, if only we could do that. That's all right. That's all right. It's fine. Um, but we are going to still talk about Marvel, though. Because we love Marvel. and uh, Some of us, but... So- <laughs> Leave Keep her alone. She, lo- she loves... <laughs> she loves Marvel. Um, okay. <laughs> she meaning Fulia. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so we thought that we'd... Um, now that we kind of have a feel for what these MCU shows look like and how they're structured in a way, um, we are going to talk about what characters we think might actually do really well if they got their own show. 
Um, so yeah, I, I'm going to start off with an idea that came to me, um, when we were talking about other things in the news earlier. Um, and I'm just going to say, I would love a Defenders Disney Plus series. I would love those characters to be given another chance to actually pull off a decent storyline and pull off a decent show because it just didn't work for some reason. I don't know what happened with the Netflix Marvel shows, but like Daredevil was amazing. Jessica Jones was amazing. Luke Cage was good. Um, you know, had a lot of fantastic moments as well. And then there was Iron Fist. Um, (laughs) And then as soon as Iron Fist happened, for some reason, not only the interest in the Netflix Marvel stuff kind of started to decline, but the quality of it started to decline. Um, Because from after Iron Fist was introduced, that after we had our four Defenders, they went into the miniseries Defenders, which was only eight episodes. And they were like, and, you know, teasing Sigourney Weaver's the bad guy and she's the head of this organization that's been behind everything connecting all the shows we're seeing our characters on screen for the first time and it's you know you're supposed to be like it's like oh my god it's the netflix avengers you know you're getting excited about seeing them all and then it was just and then it just wasn't good so i (laughs) i would really love to see especially because um charlie cox for example is one of the actors that has expressed like a keen interest in returning to the role. Um, And because he was spotted on, on set, um, you know, doing dev devilly things in Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, Maybe. Yeah. So maybe, maybe, maybe maybe as Matt Murdock or something. Um, Hopefully. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I just think there's a lot of potential there to, to reboot that, and now, now that Disney, now that Marvel have the rights again to all that stuff, um, because of the time lapse since the show's finishing, um, I think it would be really great to just, to, I don't know, to see that explored. But then I say all that and I'm like, but what kind of story would they tell? Because, you know, I mean, the, the characters that we've seen so far, they've obviously dealt heavily with the fallout of Endgame. Like, that's the big thing. And the the Defenders had nothing to do with that, obviously. Um, and then, you know... But then I guess, you know, they could find other ways to, to make them relevant to whatever else is going on. Because, you know... But, yeah. I don't know. I'm just kind of spitballing here. Um, but I just, I just think that, as a starting point, that would be really cool to see them given another shot. Um, yeah. Any, who wants to go next? Just going to keep throwing it around. Fulia, you want to well, have a show? Or wait, Mike, go. Uh, yeah, I'll just probably tack on to yours. Um, I think after after the blip, you can probably do like a soft reboot, basically with those characters. It's like, what? It's like yeah, that's that, those sort of, the, the Netflix Marvel sort of happened, maybe, but this is like the soft reboot. It's like after the blip, were they blipped? And then, and then you can... Then you don't have to go with like the origin story. It's sort of um, what they did for Spider-Man as well. It's like we don't get the uh, we don't get the uh, Ben's death uh, Spider-Man, but we know of it because we've seen it twice already. 
so so they can sort of start start where where they are already here maybe that would maybe that would um maybe fix it i don't know yeah and then maybe it could be you know like cuz it could be the out of the four of them who got blipped who stayed behind and had to be on earth during the five years while everyone was away like could one of them do a Sharon Carter and you know go down a darker path like I could definitely see Matt Murdock or Jessica Jones because they've always kind of teetered on this darkness that they have as that's a part of them um I mean they've they've kind of like in their shows they kind of I don't know moved past it um and acknowledged the fact that that's part of who they are but they know that that's not what they are um, but it would be interesting to see if, yeah, if one of them ended up giving in to the shit because of how bad things got. Um, so that, yeah, that's something that could be explored. And they can also do like a Mandarin sort of thing. It's like, mm. well, that that's not the real Iron Fist. This is the real one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah, they do, they do a whole Trevor Slattery thing again where freaking it's just Finn Jones, you know pretending that he was Iron Fist and not, you know, yeah, not being Danny Rand, just actually being, yeah, <laughs> being Finn Jones. Um, that would be funny, but no, that's not going to happen. Yeah, maybe it's too much questions. And you also got multiverse as well. Yeah, and, that's um, the other thing, yeah. T- tying in, so they can probably expl- explain more stuff with that. It's like this is the alternative um, universe that mm-hmm. doesn't really match up. And I suppose you can add um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as well in there as well. Yeah, yeah. I <sighs> Like, I haven't actually watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so I, I know they sort of do time travel in that as well. They do. So yeah, I... they do. They do. And, and look, I'm totally, as a huge Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fan, I'm, I'm okay with how it ended. Like, I, I definitely don't think it needs a reboot or a continuation on Disney Plus in any sense. I mean, it'd be cool no. to see characters from that show up in in a show, um, but maybe not have their own show. I think all of their storylines came to the natural end um, in a beautiful way. So, um, But, yeah, if they could pop up in places, that'd be cool. I would really like that. Yeah, like uh, Jarvis. Yeah. Not necessarily like um, uh, uh, a direct sort of thing. It's just a it's a wink and a nod sort of thing. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's yeah. Just to like you know an Easter egg. You know one of those hmm. you know those those cool things that you know Kevin Feige and his team like to pepper throughout the the movies, like these little references and callbacks to the other stuff. Um, yeah, so yeah, no, that would be that would be that would be sick if they could figure that out. Um, Fulia, did you have any ideas for what you would want to see? Any characters? I would like to see a Groot and Rocket series. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just have those two together yes. and just you know going through their own little living situations and you know going on their own adventures and just. Just seeing Groot doing his thing where, you know, he can be a little bit stupid. 
Mm-hmm. And and then Rocket just being the dad and being like, no, don't do that. I need you to do this. And uh, just like a, I feel like that would be an amazing sort of like a comedy series. Mm-hmm. Just those two with, you know, with their action um, involved as well. And I, I'd love to see that. And that would just be so much fun to just watch. Yeah. Well, I mean, they are doing a great series mm. but i don't know if it's going to be just solely Groot or if it's going to be a so would you like to see like what version of Groot do you picture with rocket like adult Groot? adult Groot. yeah great yeah because yeah. yeah, yeah. i think this series is going to be baby Groot focused i mean or, baby or teenage Groot Groot baby focused. Groot would be so cute yeah yeah that would be amazing just to watch like i would <laughs> love to see if if that was the if that's the case i'd love to see baby Groot like uh, a series of ba- about Baby Groot, but like really short, se- like short episodes. Yeah. Like about fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. That would be so cute. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be amazing. I hope that's what it's going to be. Um, you know what would be cool? Just to piggyback off your original idea, mm. like a prequel to Guardians of the Galaxy, following Groot and Rocket. Yes. Michael. Uh, yeah, but it's sort of different to mine. <laughs> oh. It's sort of a... Mine's sort of a prequel to Guardians as well. Oh, cool. All right. Well, but yeah, I feel like it would be really cool to see wh- how, like, maybe their origin story in, like... I feel like you could do some kind of Han and Chewie, like, <laughs> spoof in a yes. way with them. Like, you know, just, like, totally parody it. Um, yeah. And it would be hysterical. Um, yeah, so I'd love to see something like that too. So that's that's a really good idea for you. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Michael, what was your what was your thoughts going? So going off of Guardians. Yeah, it's a uh, Yondu, hey. with a young Quill. Yeah, yeah. That's another good one. Yeah. I would totally watch that. Yeah, yeah. Because with that one, you get Michael Rooker back. Yes, and and you get um. I can't remember the actor's name, but he play, plays um, young Quill in both Guardians as well. Well, and I think he's sort of aged up, so you can sort of have that sort of teenage, yeah. teenage Quill angsty oh, sort, sort of thing dealing with dealing with that. He was also in It as it, well. Yeah, so. his name's Wyatt something. Not to be confused with yeah. Wyatt Russell, of course, but no, Wyatt... <laughs> Wyatt Olaf, that's his name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you're Wyatt right. Olaf. Yeah, that's a good call. And I think that would be pretty cool because you can actually tie in like uh like uh what they sort of deal with the second guardians of like the original um guardians of the galaxy because you got Yondu and you got the character played by Sylvester Stallone so you can sort of yeah. have a little cameo of Sylvester Stallone coming back as well and how how Yondu is being shunned by the other um uh, other guys saying, "Well, you you did this thing," and, so, and he has to keep the secret. And we all know the secret, but everyone else doesn't know the yeah. secret. So, and it can be like a good space adventure, uh, adventure, uh, dealing with different different things. Totally. I, I think I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Um, oh, I was going to say something off of it, and now I've forgotten. Damn it. Um. <laughs> Yeah, but no, no, that would be... Oh, yeah, the whole... Because uh, I love one of the... Like, there's so many good gags in in the first Guardians, but I love the, like, you know... The, my boys was going to eat you! 
and I stopped them. You gotta be thankful. You know, that that whole joke about, you know <laughs> yeah. and have that yeah. actually happen. And then like Star Lord's like, Why should I have to be thankful for something that shouldn't happen in the first place? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like the origins of that gag would be great. Yeah. That would be in the first episode. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's te- he's telling everyone and it's like just just play along. It's like it's like, don't you eat him? Don't you eat him? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we want, yeah, Yondu, we really, really want to eat this this Terran. And it's like, no, you can't. No. Ah, see, I saved you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally. You belong to me now. Yeah. I'm your daddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to do what I say because I saved you from being eaten. By Ravages. Yeah. yeah. I would love to also see where his little collect- collecting started as well of those little toys. Yeah. Yeah. Like if we could like I think, get like an, an Infinity in Stone sort of situation of, <laughs> of where those things come from. Yeah. Yeah. Like at the end of each episode, it's like a, if they do a miniseries, like the end of each episode. Because like, you know, you see on the console. Yeah. Like all the things that he has. So you could literally call back to each one. And then he just, whatever the mission was, it just happens to be from this or this and this. And that's why he keeps them up there. Yeah. 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 That'd be sick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and imagine, imagine the, the um, songs that you get out of that. Mm. Yeah. Well, you can revisit the first mixtape for one. Um, whether or not there's any other songs on that on that tape apart from the ones that we heard mm. in the yeah. in the first film. I don't know, but yeah. That'd be great. Maybe a little bit more, we don't know. He's trying trying to figure out how to get batteries for, for his yeah, Walkman. Yeah, there's like one episode that's <laughs> like he has to find batteries for his Walkman somehow or like make batteries. Like that he has to make. He has to make that thing. Yeah. Uh, that's part part of the ship. Part of the Milano. Yeah. His little his little boombox. Boombox thing. <laughs> oh my god. So much potential. So, so much, much potential. potential. Yeah. I think. And that, it's a story yeah. between a uh, between a, a father and son sort of thing. Can't go like, wrong. Dysfunctional as it can be. Yeah. And you know what? Then if they did that, that's just gonna make the ending of Guardians two hurt so much more oh yeah <laughs> oh. yeah it, it already hurts now i know i know it still hurts it's been like what four years and it still hurts jesus um yeah i think the um the whole guardian side of the mcu deserves a lot more exploring and mm. it has a lot of potential i think um it's a shame that you know obviously tony stark isn't a thing anymore because you know, there's a run of the Guardians comics where Iron Man is with the Guardians, um, like he mm. he go he he works with them and goes on missions with them and stuff. Um, like I read one of those comics, <laughs> um, and it's really cool. But um, but yeah, you know, maybe they could do an animated thing, like a What If, like you know how What If is happening, yeah, soon. Um, yeah, that could be a potential for exploration. I don't know, but yeah, yeah, you can do What If, yeah, you can do with the What Ifs. But you can also, I think, I can't remember if they are, but I think they're setting up Ironheart as well. Yes, Ironheart's happening, yeah. Yeah, so you can probably do something along that, those lines with Ironheart meeting with the Guardian. That's the a good idea, yeah, for, for totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that idea. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be yeah. really cool. <laughs> Guardians, the Wonder Years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Fred's, and then Fred Savage narrates it just because... 
(laughs) (laughs) You know, 80s. Yeah, 80s, nostalgia. It's fine. (sighs) All right. Um, How are we feeling? Anything else you want to add? Or shall we wrap it up there? Yeah. I mean, we could could add on this, like, oh, it wouldn't be cool to have... Because now they've got the X-Men do another X-Men thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, because, you know, we don't know when the X-Men are actually going to be properly introduced. I feel like Fantastic Four has to be a movie. I know they've already announced mm. one. Uh, I don't want I don't want Fantastic Four in a series. That needs to be a film. But X-Men, they could totally explore so many different characters like, and do them justice within their own series sort of thing. Like, I would really like a rogue... Maybe a rogue series would be interesting. Um, yeah. Maybe. Or Beast, even, would be cool. Or Mystique. Like, mm. there's just... this. Yeah, there's a lot of really great characters there that they're going to introduce soon that are... Yeah. They're probably... Probably some of them are getting their own shows and we don't even know. Yeah. They just haven't announced yeah. them yet. Who knows? It would be cool if they do, like, a high school drama sort of thing. <laughs> like a... Like if uh, X Men Degrassi High, so yeah, sort of thing, it's all based in the school. It's I don't know, team drama. You got get with the team drama. Yeah, that's true. Um, I th- I think maybe just on that note, like anything with Deadpool could be could be a lot of fun. <laughs> like yeah, I know they're continuing obviously the Deadpool films within the MCU now, mm. but if they did something like a not even Modoc style item animation, but something in the vein of what Modoc is, but Deadpool. Yeah. Um, crossed with what if as well. And crossed with yeah, a Deadpool what if. It's just all yeah, like, what if, but with Deadpool, and every episode is a, a, a different history of of um, Wade. I forgot Wade Wilson. Yeah, Wade, yeah. Wade Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. With the with the with the um, tagline. Uh, fuck continuity. Yeah, literally. He, he sort of jumps into anything. <laughs> so he's rowing with the Guardians. He's go, He's going to Isengard. Uh, Isengard? That's <laughs> <laughs> Lord of the Rings. As, Shut up. Asgard. Uh, Asgard. 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 Yeah. Fuck it. He, he goes into the Lord of the Rings. He does. <laughs> Why not? If, look, if Disney Why not? Won, it's Deadpool. Disney will one the day. Hobbits. Disney will one day own everything, so they will be able to do that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. it's fine. You know, Deadpool with the Muppets. You know, De- oh my Deadpool, God. Does, Deadpool does Disney. Deadpool. Yeah, <laughs> literally, that's your show. Deadpool, Deadpool does, does Disney. Disney. <laughs> and it's just Deadpool inserted into different Disney IPs, like the Muppets or like your classic fairy tale stuff. Fucking Snow White. Then, He's the princess, and then you, not Prince Charming. Yeah, <laughs> and then you get the the Marvel Star Wars crossover that we've always wanted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can just see God. Rocket meeting Chewie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the possibilities are endless. Hey. Can I have that crossbow? Yeah. <laughs> I'll get that crossbow. <laughs> i get that crossbow. Oh, that's just a side note for a second. I really want someone to tell Rocket that uh, there is a way to take off Bucky's arm. Yes! 
<laughs> he doesn't have to pay for it. He doesn't have to pay for it. Because, holy shit. I just, I saw a meme about that the other day and I was like, oh God, if only I'd seen that when we were talking about it. But that, it just came to mind then. That's so yeah, f- Rocket goes to w- Wakanda. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Rocket. Um, in, just in that one moment, like, yoink. <laughs> he just takes it. <laughs> Actually, um, speaking of Falcon the Winter Soldier, I, I would love to just see a series that's just about Bucky. Yes. Just about him. Yes, please. Um, the Winter Soldier. Yeah, but m- maybe like before before he started getting experimented on. And then, or either that or what happened, you know, after Falcon the Winter Soldier. Yeah, well, I'm wondering what they're going to do with with Bucky now. Mm. Um, more with Bucky, just in any way. Yeah. And maybe even focused on, um, you know, what what did he what did he do between Winter Soldier and Civil War? You know, where he goes from finally starting to come out of it at the end of Winter Soldier to where we meet him in Civil War, and yeah. he's he's integrated himself secretly. Into this, you know, into Romania. I think he was in Romania in Europe where we meet him in Civil War. So, like, how? What has his struggle been through that time? Like, what has happened to him during that time? That could be interesting. Too. Yeah, yeah. You think so? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, may- maybe also the time that he spends in Wakanda. That too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say that um, him as White Wolf. Yeah. Yes. Like, yes. Because I think there actually is a storyline with, with, with that one where he was like secret police. Yeah. Sort, sort of thing in Wakanda. I would love, yeah, if maybe if they did like a um, a white wolf and the Dora Milaje sort of thing. Yeah. Like what if they, yeah. you know, did badass things together. That'd be awesome. You know, yeah, it would. that would be, that would be great. And especially because uh, going forward now, what is... What is Bucky? Like, are we just calling him Bucky now? Like, he's not the Winter Soldier anymore, but that was his awesome, cool nickname. But he, you know, that's also the name of his, you know, former villain self. Mm. Um, do we call him White Wolf now? Or, you know, like, I don't know. I guess we'll find out in Captain America 4, probably. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. Unless they decide I to put him in something else. I think with <coughs> names, you, you can you can probably uh, still have the name, but but you yourself can cha- change it. It's sort sort of like uh, you have the name just to remind you of not to go back or or you you're better than this sort of thing. Um, yeah, that's a good especially point. Especially after especially after this TV show, and he's still called um, past and behind him. Yeah, no, that's a good point because then you could turn it into something positive, like spin it. The fact that he's, you know, he's a hero now and he's saving lives and, you know, starting with the end of last week when he was actually doing the hero thing and people were seeing that he was doing the hero thing. Like, that can only just exponentially become this awesome redemption, like the the redemption of Winter Soldier, essentially. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's so much potential there. Yeah, good, you good call for you. Yeah. yeah, let's have more yeah, Bucky. Good on you. <laughs> let's have more Bucky. Let's let's just have more Sebastian Stan, really, because he's just so dreamy. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. going to be in What If too. Yeah, yeah. He, he's going to be against zombies. 
Yeah, <laughs> zombie cat. Yeah, that's going to be good. Which is kind of fitting. Very fitting. Very fitting. Dead. Yes. Or he's in the moon. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I really wanted a bloody, just one shot of Chris Evans being like, I'm too old for this shit, and then pan out, <laughs> and it's fucking, he's on the fucking moon. Like, yeah, I just wanted it. I know it wasn't going to happen, but yeah. that would Having be. martinis with um, Nick Fury. Nick Fury. <laughs> yeah, on the scroll base or whatever. That would have been sick. Oh, well. Who knows? We could still get it. Yeah. I feel like they don't... I, I mean, it's probably just a throwaway gag, the fact that they're like, yo, he's on the moon. But, you know, they could spin that into something. Yeah, maybe. Quite easily. Yeah. A post-credit scene of some kind. Well... If we're going, going by, it's like first time is funny, second time is a callback. If they did it a third time, he's on the moon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very well said. Yes. Cool. All right. Well, it's like there's something in this. There's something. Yeah. yeah, there's something there. Potential. Potential. All right. Cool. So um, let's get someone to type all of this down, send it to Kevin Feige, and <laughs> we'll see what happens. Cause hot day. It'll be Call my us. new, it'll be my new Fred video. It's called, um, "What are you pitching?" <laughs> what are you pitching? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you pitching about? Yeah. <laughs> and, and it'll be my Yondu television show. Yeah. Because Michael Rooker needs to do more shit. Yeah, he's so good. I can't wait to see him in Suicide Squad, as well. Yeah. I had, I had... And he's getting old too. It's unfortunate. Yeah, he is. He is, but he's a badass for his age, so love him. Mm. We love him. Badass motherfucker. Badass motherfucker. <laughs> Alrighty. Badass. Alrighty. I, I think we'll call it there. Yes. On an epic popcorn culture. That was awesome. If you have your yeah. own thoughts yeah. on what Marvel characters deserve their own Disney Plus series, yes. please let us know. Please do. Please tweet at us. Please uh, uh, DM us. Yeah. Slide into those DMs. Um, <laughs> we would love to engage with everyone that's listening because we know there is a bunch of you out there listening to us. So, um, yeah, let us Mostly know. Mostly Americans. Thoughts. Mostly Americans. We love America. <laughs> we love America. Um, thank you. Well, for you have your moments. <laughs> <laughs> the moon landing was kind of cool. The moon landing was amazing. <sighs> Even though you cheated. I'm not touching that. Nope. All right. So it's time for some plugs. Um, as for myself, I uh, should mention, firstly, my non-scripted ramblings, uh, my Falcon and Winter Soldier series obviously is now done. Uh, if you have not heard uh, or seen um, any of that, please go to YouTube right now, Fred the Alien YouTube channel. Check out all my videos. It's kind of a... Basically, a, a, a slightly longer version of my ramblings on this show. Uh, and if you want to watch me get enthusiastic about it um, <laughs> as well, there's that option. Uh, and then I should also mention on behalf of the wonderful Wayne and Phil, um, who have been keeping Fred Watch alive uh, beautifully, as usual. Uh, they did an Anzac Day special that is out now um, on all the podcasting platforms. And, uh, yeah, they talked about the Australian movie, The Light Horseman. Uh, I listened to it. It's a very good episode. I have not seen the movie. So, uh, of course, the context was was missing. But I really enjoyed listening to their discussion. They had 
very good discussion, especially Phil because it's it's based on a true story about these light horsemen in uh, World War One, um, and yeah, it sounds like it was a very good uh, Australian film. So please check it out, um, and yeah, if you're looking for interesting and different ways to honor our Anzacs um, at any point, there's that special to listen to, and uh, all the previous ones they've done are also very good. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my plugs for you. Uh, so continuing on with um, the podcasting realm, the monthly at Winifred's new episode is out. Uh, Me and Kendall discuss um, video games and their film adaptations. Yes. And then we decided to also do the vice versa of finding films that we want to see in a video game yeah. version of. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, and we really enjoyed that we one. We had a great fun. Such a good time. Great fun, good time. It was, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was It was, it really... was fun to listen to, too. Yay! Oh, you, you, you listened? You enjoyed it? Even though I got frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh, can we, why were you frustrated? Did we get something wrong? No, no, you didn't get something wrong. It's just... There's a particular movie that I actually quite like, and you just bad-mouthed it. I thought, oh, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Not sorry? I don't know. We um, no, it wasn't later. you, Kendall. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, hello. We discuss later. We'll discuss off air. <laughs> listen yeah, I don't to, want to spoil it. Listen to the monthly at Winifred's to hear which film Mike likes that ba- <laughs> fully bag the shit out of, apparently. Um, yes, and also, if you'd like, please let us know your thoughts on yes. what video game, um, video games that you'd like to see as a film, or vice versa. Yes. <laughs> yes, again, tweet us, let us know. Yes, definitely. Uh, Michael? Yes. Uh, for Fred, me and the wife uh, went on date night and, and watched Mortal Kombat, and we did a Mortal Kombat um, uh, review. Uh, first half was um, spoiler-free, and the rest of it was spoiler-heavy. So you have been warned, and don't get angry <laughs> because it's in the title, and you have no and you have no excuse of being oh you spoiled it. And it's like it's your own stupid fault if you can't read. Um, well, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> you get taught to read. It's your own. It's your own thing. Um, yeah. So that's basically it for Fred uh, uh, doing this uh, particular podcast as well. It's always good. And yeah, uh, that's it. Really, it's, cool. It's been fun. Yeah. <laughs> I've definitely enjoyed it, <laughs> and I do enjoy our our our, our, our time together. Yes. Yay. Likewise. <laughs> Likewise. All right. Well, with the plug. What about you, Kendall? The, what about- <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. Full circle moment. Love it. Well, um, with with that, I guess it's, that's, that's that's it. We're done. Mm-hmm. Yep. Outskis. That, that was, was a podcast, podcast called Fred. Fred. Yes. Finally synced. <laughs> Finally synced. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content. If you'd like to listen to Fred the Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head over to youtube.com slash Production. Yay! I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Fulia Cantaramaja. 
And I'm a joker. I'm a smoker. I'm a midnight toker. Lister. <laughs> and you just experienced a podcast called Fred. Fred. Thank you for listening. Remember to eat beef. Yes. Freddy's dead. <laughs> Freddy, Still dead. Freddy lives. Mm, not in my box. <laughs> <laughs> Something happened. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Previously on Fred the Alien. Yeah. Insert, yeah, insert, insert that. clip of, of, of me destroying Michael's soul. <laughs> Have you heard that? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I'm it's fun. I'm still beating myself up, up, up about it. I don't care. I feel Why terrible. Why are you beating yourself up about it? I feel terrible. It's, it's not often that I become speechless. I know. I rendered Michael Lister speechless. Wow. On air. <laughs> Impressive. Oh, dear. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you. Have a good Thank you very much. time zone. <laughs> what? Have a I good time zone. <laughs> I don't know what time they're going to be listening to it. No, that's true. <laughs> you can't say have a good night or have a good day or whatever. You just have, have a good, a good time day, zone. afternoon, I evening, and good night. I love that. In case I don't see you. In case yeah. I don't see yeah, you. Yeah, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, the reason why I'm upset with Fulia. <laughs> And see. It was Sonic, it was Sonic, it was Sonic, it was Sonic. <laughs> <laughs>